Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. Welcome to Drag Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And you're not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Anyone who's followed uh, uh, our us on Facebook and followed Mr. A and, and followed you would know that uh, you came down with the Andorian plague. Uh, or something. <laughs> um, I, you know, it's, it, you never really know what somebody's going through when they're sick. I imagined it was much like the uh, the little bugs that Jake and Nog gave to the people that made their like faces turn orange and purple. Like I, I imagine they're being in bed going, I'm going to get up in the morning, then boom. It's like, I got purple face. I guess not today. Um, uh, purple so at face would have been cool, though, because purple it, face would be like pretty. I know. You go out and you go, look at me. I got purple face. And everybody's worried. <laughs> My question is, were you actually sick or were you pranked by the uh, the Jane Nog Consortium um, or the No Jay <laughs> No Jay Consortium? Or the uh, no yes. No, um, sadly, it was not a prank. <laughs> oh, so um, welcome back to to the fray. Welcome, well, so I guess from our listeners' point of view, um, you've only been gone a week because they've been <laughs> listening to all of our backlogs of shows that we haven't Which released. Is good. Released. It's but, good thing uh, we had we that had, going on. <laughs> we're, we're recording this on the third of of February, twenty seventeen. This is actually our first uh, show of this year that we've recorded. So, oh my gosh, is that true? That's true. Yeah, we we have not actually recorded a, a show, uh, sat down and recorded since before Christmas, um, I think. Wow. So, uh, wow. so welcome back. I am I am, except when I first uh, started uh, this conversation with you before we recorded, I said, uh, "How are you?" you? Said I live. Let me publicly say, I am glad that that is the case. <laughs> Thanks. I'm because I'm, I'm I, you know I'm okay with it at this point. I would like to live um well. As More opposed to than, like, than you have it. yeah, that's that's what I really like at this juncture. I feel like I'm not asking too much. No, no, no. It's well, you know, I, I, I think now I know why you're so in love with Bones because you just you want him to show up right now and give you a hypo spray. God, dude, 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 that would be so cool. Like Bones and like you? I've been reading these um. Like, I got into, like, a science hole. Like, you know how you get into, like, internet holes? And usually, like, they're horrible things because it's, like, what do they look like now? And then it's, like, a bunch of, like, click-through ads and bullshit and, like, dumb stuff. And, like, oh, yeah, they... where, where, where it's, like, you won't believe who in Hollywood died. And then they show you, like, a picture of Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio. You're, like, what? What? And you but that is not true. Yeah. Through, like, at no point does the article even mention him. But you just right. have to keep clicking next. And if you do it on <laughs> yes, your phone, be- like when you're like are kind of getting into it right around like number seven, like an ad will pop up that you just can't get out of and you have to start over again. Yeah. Yes. Those are fun. But so I got into a hole that was like in similar in nature in that like I kept seeing things that was like, oh, wow, I have to I have to, I have to know what that's about. But it was a lovely science hole. So like the articles like a couple of the headlines were a little misleading like but they were but they were like even when they were misleading like there was really good shit in the articles and like one of the things in there was like a a, a human pig a human pig hybrid and like that they Yeah, I they, saw that. that they created and like what that means medically for like the possibility of, you know, at some point, you know, growing organs. And then there was another one and also that was cannibalizing like, people into bacon. You know, stop it. But then there was one that was about like um 
uh, creating cells that can communicate with other cells, like like and the other cells they like they pass the Turing test, like the other cells don't know that they're not for reals, like they're fooled, and like this could be used to like block potentially like the growth of 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 like any kind of bacteria in the body. Or yep. facilitate communication between shit that like like needs to communicate but like can't right now. Except, like, except seriously, like Star Trek level medical breakthrough shit. But I've been listening to, um, in your absence, a podcast, uh, the Now Playing podcast, who just finished their Resident Evil uh, podcast series. That's how you get the T virus. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here to be clear, I do think you know we should you know exercise some caution. But it was you know. exciting. Like, and time... Yeah. Did you hear about the time crystals? Yes, I did. I, I think Mr. A posted about it, didn't he? Yeah. Like, what? Like, I'm just saying, man, there's some cool Star Trek-level shit happening. <laughs> like, I feel. Like, discovery-wise. Speaking um, of which... Oh, I'm going to segue. I'm going to segue in the most perfect segue. Speaking of Star Trek Discovery... <laughs> See what I did there. I so, did. have you been following the Star there, Trek? Yeah. Have you been following the Star Trek news? Because there's a bit a bunch of it. Um. Yeah. No, I've really just been trying not to die. So, okay, hit me. Well, What's that's, up? That, that's why you should be excited about this show. We have so much uh, Star Trek and sci-fi news. Um, and I guess we'll start with Star Trek Discovery. Some bad news. Um, it's sort of been delayed indefinitely. It's not starting this summer now. Whoa! What? Yeah, it got pushed off, and they don't really know when it's going to start. And it was really looking kind of bad, um, because like that that looked like it might not happen. Like there was question, like all this stuff was happening, and and a lot of fans were like, "God, it was supposed to, you know, it was supposed to start right now. It's supposed to be February." Yeah. And then it got pushed to summer, and then it got delayed indefinitely. Um, but uh, I'm going to. So you have not seen uh, the video at all. Mm-mm. Okay, so what I'm going to do is uh, is I'm going to describe to you uh, some things that uh, are in uh, this video, and you can hear it. Uh, unless do you have the ability on your side to like watch a video right now? Do you have a phone? Um, no. No, you don't have a phone. Oh, you stink. Um, my f- yeah, I mean I have one, but my phone is like fucking iPhone four. It's a piece of shit. So <laughs> it's, it's a it's a StarTac flip phone. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, which, it's by really... the way, if anybody's ever watched Gotham, um, a quick side on Gotham, I've said it before, I'm absolutely convinced that that show takes place in 1998. Um, and I've wondered, like, the show, that they go, oh, it seems timeless. It doesn't seem timeless at all. Everybody has cell phones. but all They the do, cell- but they're like the flip, phones. Phones are, are flip phones. All, yeah, but there's also that aesthetic, that the, like the sort of... Uh, like a 1950s noir aesthetic going on like, that, that, like but that's just in the lighting and in the and the, the the hairstyles and clothing like it's oh, it's kind of got I'm... its own thing going on but it, and that but that could just be regional if you were to set it in time they're computers but it's all crts and if you march it out and go okay this show takes place in like 1999 and bruce wayne is like 14 years old then that means that Today, Batman would be like 34. And that makes sense. So what you're watching is if Batman is Batman today, you're watching the history of Batman when he's younger. Huh. I mean, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, balls deep in in season two at this point. Um, And I'll be damned if that show just doesn't get better and better. Oh, it does. It gets even better than like than it's anymore. just it. It really is. I mean, every like almost every episode. Are you that in the section? Watch- me and Mr. Air are like, fuck, this is such a good show. Like, are you in the just... section of the show where there's the guy running for mayor? Um, yes, he has yeah. already run for mayor. He got he won the mayor. Okay. Um so and that's like... I'll make I'll make that my my segue because that gentleman has been cast as Sarek in Star Trek Discovery. Huh. Interesting. Um, yeah. So uh so the actress Interesting name... choice. Yeah, it is an interesting choice. Um, and I and I had the name here, and I don't have it. Hold on, let me let me see if I can grab it. Um, I first recognized that actor um, uh, in Tron, um, Tron Legacy, and a lot of people sleep on Tron Legacy. A lot of people don't like Tron Legacy. I love Tron Legacy, and I think that that guy is one of my favorite things about 
Tron Legacy. Um, is, I haven't seen it enough. I've only seen it like the really the one time. He so. is he, in Tron Legacy. He is the um, sort of second uh, in second in command under Jeff Bridges, like evil character under Lynch or whatever his name is. He's uh-huh. like the he's like the you know the major domo, the guy who's off on the side, kind of whispering into his ear. He's the he's the worm tongue of that um, hmm. of that cast. But that's was really really exciting to me that he would be, a, and I just. Why the hell can't I find his name? Oh, my gosh. We are poorly prepared today. Um, I have to admit that uh, if I'm going to have full discovery, full discovery, full di- uh, full disclosure, um, <laughs> um, I am uh, juggling a bunch of stuff right now um, in that uh, I am starting a new movie project that I am in the process of writing. And so that has sort of pulled me in other directions, too. Oh, there he is. Okay. Uh, James Frain. Gotham, Orphan Black, True Gr- True Blood, Grimm, The Tudors, True Detective, and Tron Legacy. Uh, this is from uh, Trek Today. There's good news and bad news today for fans waiting for Star Trek Discovery. The good news is that James Frain has been cast as a key role as Sarek, Spock's father, in the show. The bad news is that even fil- even though filming is so- supposed to be set to begin in Toronto next week, the show has been delayed again. This is the second delay for Discovery. Production on Star Trek Discovery begins next week, said CBS Television Studios in a statement. We love to cast the scripts and are excited about the world the producer have created. This is an ambitious project. We will be flexible on a launch date if it's best for the show. We've said from the beginning it's more important to do this right than to do it fast. There is also added flexibility presenting on CBS All Access, which isn't beholden to seasonal premieres or launch windows. No new release date has been given for the premiere of the show. I mean, I do appreciate the uh, that like there are not just trying to, you know, pump it out like sausage, but like at the same time, I, I have very little faith in them as a network to um, to make good TV. I mean, yeah, I sort of feel the same way, and I sort of like, like, look, I hope. Here's what I hope. Um, uh, Rogue One was uh, was plagued with rumors of it going bad. Rogue One is a troubled production. It, yeah, and it was fucking awesome. So the, the 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 director Gareth Edwards turned in a a version of Rogue One that Disney was like, nope, that's not what we're doing at all. That's that's we are we are going a completely different direction. Didn't fire him because he was still out, you know, in front of the cameras doing the interviews. His name is still says that he's the one who directed it. Um, uh, but uh. But they brought in Tony Gilroy, uh, who directed, um, I think, the Jeremy Renner Bourne film and also has been an editor on the other Bourne films and has been a writer and editor on other things to basically shoot new stuff like the spoilers for Rogue One. Darth Vader uh, bit at the end totally added Um, the Mm. uh, the fate of the characters totally changed. Um, the, the, yeah, I do remember reading an article somewhere that had said, you know, you know, spoilers that, that like, it was supposed to sort of be like a traditional, everybody survives the movie Disney-esque thing. Oh, it goes even, it goes even more. Everything that K2, the robot, Alan Tudyk's character, everything that, that we thought was funny added after the, after the fact. It's all Tony Gilroy coming, going, let's make something to... Sorry, different. <laughs> I'm dying. You talk. <laughs> don't, okay, don't don't die. Please. Yeah, no. Wouldn't it be funny if 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 I caught what you had over the internet. That's that'd how be bad fucking it is. no. That wouldn't be for that'd be terrifying. It's a dude. true it's internet terrifying. virus. It's the new version of an internet virus. That'd <laughs> be so terrifying. <laughs> that can't happen. I have a virus blocker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, they, the, all the funny stuff and the space battle at the end, there wasn't supposed to be a big giant interstellar space battle at the end of the movie. It was all added by Tony Gilroy. Um, uh, and now we're all like, yay, but beforehand, like it really looked like this movie was going to suck. It really looked like, like when you go, Hey, we fired the director, brought in a new writer and a new director to reshoot 40% of the movie. That looks Concerning. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's 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 disconcerting. It's like, you know, oh, and they shit. did it right. And we said the same thing about Force Awakens when, like, Force Awakens was supposed to come out in summer, and then they pushed it to December. We're like, oh boy, really? And then it was great. So there is a world in which this is 
absolutely fine, right? This is a world where this is absolutely good. Yeah, I mean, the only I, I would I would say I, I'm trying to remain cautious of because the only difference I would say is that like um, in both of those instances, we're talking about somebody who has a track record of actually making really good films. Do we? Do we? Do we really? That's Disney. A, that, that, let's talk yes. about it. Do you remember the backlash even we had about Disney buying Lucasfilm? I do, but like... It's going to be cutesy and it's going to be... I, I, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not debating that, but like, but like objectively, like if you're not talking about... If you're not specifying genre, like Disney knows how to make a really good fucking film. Now it, it, is, also, it, Disney is, a is, tip, part- it is a certain type of film generally. Now right? they so do. Like, I would say I would say five years ago it was not as clear that that was the case. I disagree. I say, like every, I mean, I liked, you know, Little Mermaid. I liked Mulan. I liked Finding Nemo. I, you know what I mean? Like, but but it's worth it's up, worth looking at. Like, like if you if you look at those films though, of uh, Finding Nemo and Toy and Toy Story and Up, those are all Pixar films, which Disney owns the company, but Pixar makes it, and and. Yes, Little Mermaid was good, and, that, and those were all good in the '90s. And Mulan's okay, but you know Mulan's they also good. made the, the the Emperor's New Groove. And oh know, my god, I love the Emperor's New Groove. You bite and, your fucking tongue. But look, demon lava, demon lava, where that fucking is, is good. Great. Look, and I don't hate it either, but it's not on the same caliber as Aladdin and The Lion King. It's just not there. Like <sighs> Disney. I mean, Disney, I guess I could, I guess I could see what you're saying. Um, like. And their and their live action films had pre Marvel were often not that great. The point being that they did come through, and it might be that this CBS All Access, you know, it's going to be run by a different. It's not going to be run by the person who does CBS Television. It's going to be its own thing. So I I want. So I know, that's the I, only sort of light in the tunnel that I'd say. Because I mean, every time I mean, seriously, like like television, like CBS television, is not good. I mean, some of it's okay. Colbert is great. Okay, yeah, but that's a very specific thing. Like, so if you this. want a police procedural, sure, they're fucking fine. But like, I don't want that. Like, I want something like when you're when it comes to doing something different. When it comes to doing something that's not like, oh, we know how to do this kind of show or this is reality TV, we're really good at that, which, um, by the way, fucking sucks. Like, I, I get worried, you know, because they have this, I believe that their producers and the people that are making the decisions high up have these misconceptions and they're, and they're just, they're wrong about what they think people want. And it's like, I don't know how many things you need to see to like get that like how no, many I, I, here's the failures thing. I think, you need to I think to get what you're that. trying to say though is that is that CBS produces a kind of show which is not what you want CBS knows what people want they put a lot of things that people want right but it's not what I want and it's not Star Trek which is why I go back to the Star Wars thing because Disney did not put out Star Wars type of movies they did okay, certainly not right. Rogue One. Certainly, like you could certainly, always... yeah, certainly not Rogue One. I'm although I mean, I I, I guess that's not really a fair, but I mean, back in the day, the um, like there, there's some dark things in like the Black Cauldron in Disney's past that were really good. But sure, but the but the Black Cauldron, the failure of the Black Cauldron is one of the reasons that Disney like turned around. It was artistically a really an interesting film, but it is it it was financially dreadful. Yeah. And so Disney has been doing a certain kind of thing for a while, and we thought that's what they were going to do with Star Wars. And instead, the darkest Star Wars ever came out. I mean, and the most and the most gritty came out in in Rogue One. And I think that you're in a. You know, I mean, I think we're in a place where I mean, Disney just owns so much at this point that they that they're diversified. You know what I mean? Well, before we jump to Disney and Star Wars, I'm going to play the audio of a video that you need to watch later. Um, it's I will describe to you everything that's on the screen. Um, and then later on, you can go watch. But I do want our, our fans to go watch it. And I'll tell you what they see. Here we go. It opens up. I wish you could on watch March it. March 11th, 1964. Gene Roddenberry wrote three words on a blank page. See a typewriter. Is. What followed was half a century of stories. Unbridled by the constraints of time or space. But always a reflection of what it means to be human. 
Star Trek Discovery will begin that sentence once again. It shows sets being built. Action. Production has begun. Shows costumes. On the next chapter. Shows the new Starfleet insignia. Ships. The set, which is huge. And the captain's chair. So, what's interesting to me about that is that this video came out just like a, like two weeks after the the delay. Do you think okay. that this is damage control for fans like us? Absolutely. They were like, they're like, hey, no, we're still making this. Listen, definitely. like it definitely, Listen, guys. Like, no, 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 we're still doing this. Just everybody, be cool, be cool, be cool. But they we're showed the sets. Like the sets have been built. There are sets. There are costumes. Production has started as of bu- bu- bum, two days ago. And wow. I, I will read you that article. We're still on uh, we're still on track today. If I can find it. Um, give me one second uh, here. Uh, do a little song and dance. Alexia. Two minutes ago. What? Yep. Go. <laughs> song and dance. People are listening right now. Suck my dick. Song and dance. <laughs> song and dance all over your fucking face. Shit. Um, okay, here we go. All right, good. Here, this can go from re- reading from Engadget. Uh, um, thanks to delays at the network, CBS's latest edition of Small Screen Star Trek Canon obviously didn't make its scheduled release date of January 2017, but there's some good news from the network today. Production has officially begun on the set of Star Trek Discovery. While the fact that the cameras have started rolling on the bridge of the USS Discovery is obviously good news for fans of the franchise, CBS noted earlier this month that there's no set premiere date for the show at the moment. It's more important to do this right than to do this fast, the company said at the time, noting that the streaming-only format in the network's all-access platform has freed the team from a normal delivery schedule on the other hand more details about the story the show story arc have been slowly escaping from the network's containment field in november cbs cast michelle yo as the show's main character and the lieutenant commander of the titular ship uh in january the team also revealed that james frayne will play a younger version of spock's father Sarek, the vulcan astrophysicist and ambassador to the federation so it started cameras are rolling you could go right now into la um, break into Paramount Studios <laughs> and watch Star Trek ideas, unfold. <laughs> like right I mean, now, I'm not really generally into like any kind of criminal activity, but I feel like this this would be different. It wouldn't be about criminal activity; it would be about love. Well, Star Trek <laughs> is unfolding. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing to keep in mind. This is as important as the first 20 minutes of Star Trek 09, and maybe more important than because in the first 20 minutes of watching this show. What we can talk about, what this show can discuss, will expand in this enormous way. We're going to have so many characters to discuss, so many ships to discuss, a whole era of Star Trek, uh, a political situation within the Federation to discuss, new races to discuss. Like within the first, like the pilot episode of any of these shows, probably the least of which would be Voyager and maybe even DS9 and that they really just kind of explore the world that you know. But like when you first saw Next Gen or when you first saw like Star Trek 09, when you're like, oh, look at all this new shit that we can talk about now. Like that's happening right now. Cameras are rolling. People are saying lines. Tell me that's not fucking exciting. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. I mean, I'm, I, I I have high hopes. I want it to, to be awesome. Like I would love for it to be awesome. And I think that that now is is a time when we it's it's a time in our history when we need it and we need it to be awesome. Um so Yeah. Oh, we discussed that too about about what the show yeah. can offer. Yes. Um, and I, anyway. I still believe that. And I think that and I do think that the the freedom of it not being on network television. And like, I mean, I got to say like there's Netflix has, has blazed a trail and a good one for like compelling stories where like, I think the idea that like television like it always kind of used to be like second to to movies, you know. It used to be like, yeah, yeah. TV's good and all, but but a movie's really where it's at, and and that's that's really not true anymore. 
And most most stories, I would say at this point, are better served by a really well done series. Well, it's because they're served by, you know, Netflix binge watching. <laughs> well, yeah, because in the past, like a t- TV could only ever tell a small story. And it wasn't until next gen that you could kind of do that. But because of what TV was, it really was. There was a part one and they didn't even write part two until the summer after part one of those of those cliffhangers over the, over the two seasons. So when you watch Best of Both Worlds, part one and two, yeah, it's kind of like you watch them together like they're kind of like a little mini movie, but there are definite differences between them and in production value and in story quality. It's not like you're watching one big story. DS9 is the first one to do it. It's one of the reasons that DS9 is my favorite of all the Star Treks, and it is even then still hampered by the fact that there are little throwaway episodes in the middle. Like it's, it's Dominion Wars. Can you imagine watching Stranger Things? And you're three quarters of the way through Stranger Things. And suddenly, in the middle of the most tense part of Stranger Things, there's a whole episode about how they want to play a baseball game. Right. Yeah, it would be like, like what? Like, like, or, or, or like. They don't like, got time for that. Like, come on. Or like, or, or like the, you know, we wonder what's going to happen to the little girls. The little girl dead. Are they going to find her? What's going on? Oh, who's in the wall? And suddenly, it's a funny episode about the curly-headed kid going off with all his other curly-headed friends, like the Ferengi. Like, that's like. like yeah, you know, like, there's definitely, I got to say, like, I've been so, you know, obviously being uh, ill and forever. Um, <laughs> my life has consisted of um, lots of uh drugs and bed rest and tv watching because that's all i can do um and so i've been watching like a lot of of television i've caught up on a lot of television that i hadn't gotten uh to finish before like i I finished being human and and i um i'm catching up on american horror story which i still as a conceit it's one of my favorite things ever like the idea of just you've like we're talking about like you've got this story that you're telling and it's one season long and it allows you to fully tell that story. But you've got like this stable of actors that you're like, you know, they can do really amazing things. And it's always exciting to kind of see who's going to do what, like, Ooh, what are they going to be this time? <laughs> you know? Um, and it's like to the point where I, you know, something that always used to irritate me, like even now, like when I watch old shows, um, the like last time on blah 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 like and yeah. thankfully Netflix most times will let you kind of skip that shit you're because because it, like, because because they'll go that. they'll go they'll go they you know, previously uh, previously on right. Arrow and then they'll previously they'll sh- on it and they ha- I hate that they do that like and it's it's so because you can kind of figure out what the twist because sometimes the previously is is yes because it shows surprise. you previously stuff that like gives you hints of oh that means so and so is going to show back up or that means yeah. yeah like there's totally like a there's spoilers in there. To an extent, whereas I love it, like there's like when you want to binge watch some shit on on Netflix, you can wind up like just watching this long form story without any of that. And, and it's just pure, you know, and I think that because I noticed this because I, I finished Arrow, well, I mean, finished getting caught up on what's on Netflix in any case, Arrow and uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which didn't get any better, really, unfortunately for me. Um Oh, I, I mean, they're it. like seriously. The only thing about it is 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 butt sneeze. He's the only good part of that show, in my opinion. Um, but like, it's you mean Brandon Ruth? Who are you talking about? Brandon Ruth is amazing on that show. Oh, he is. No, and no. So is but Victor I mean, Garber. as a Victor character, Garber is also Snart on is the only. Oh no! no I think I think Brandon sneeze. Roots. I think Brand- he's the only compelling character on that fucking show. Oh, I, like, I, I am. I'm compelled by Victor Garber's character a lot. By by the professor, I'm compelled by him a lot. And maybe it's just um, the performance because he's so good. But like, like yeah, he, I mean, here's the he thing: like, there are Ruth good are the actors heart of that show. There are good actors on that show, and there are good characters that were already established that are on that show. But like, it plays a lot of times like a fucking soap opera, dude. Like legitimately, like there's a whole episode and I was like, I groaned through the entirety of it where he's like trying to get with the hot girl and, and like, so, you know, he's questioning Brandon Ruth's character and this whole thing. I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, is this fucking high school? Like, come on, really? 
Like, this is what I'm watching right now on this show? Come on, you guys. <laughs> anyway, Discovery. Anyway, Discovery. But my, my point being that, like, on those shows, because they're still on networks, right? Like, to an extent, that stuff is still there, right? Like, there's Well, it'll no... have to be there, too, because they're not releasing this as a binge watch. They're releasing it every week. So they can't assume that you watched the last episode yesterday. They have to be. It has to be somewhat episodic in nature. Um, I hope that they're smarter than that. I feel I do like too. I mean I hope that they don't feel the need to do that like because I mean the reality is even if it's if you're like releasing it episodically which I, I don't I wish they wouldn't do I wish they would just like release the whole shebang but um like you have all of it at your fingertips it's not like television in that like unless you DVR'd that shit like how are you gonna it's not like you can go yeah. oh should I better watch last week's before I watch this week's my hope would be that it's somewhere you know, around Buffy or maybe not even as much as Lost because Lost became impenetrable and it got to the point where at the end, like at the end of Lost, you either had to love it or hate it. It was the same way as the end of Battlestar Galactica. They're, they're, they both have their proponents and they both have their, their detractors, but it becomes so impenetrable that, you know, you either have to go with this decision or you don't have to go with that decision. I want something that's a little more solid than that. Um, and able to change course a little better than that. I would love for there to be a season long story instead of this is trying to tell one giant story. I'd love for there, like, like so, maybe somewhat more episodic than DS9. Um, I don't know. That's sort of where I'd like it to be. I don't necessarily need it to be as dense as like Jessica Jones or Daredevil, but, but I do need it to be more, um, I mean, I you know episode. I love episodic the episodic nature of like old school Trek. I I that wouldn't even you mean the stand bother the me. Action. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I do like I would be fine with like I think the the format that I would like to see that that I think serves um what Star Trek is to me uh would be the you know sort of you have your episode so you have your storyline for the episode. There's the lesson, there's the issue to um, sort of explore for the episode, but that there's also the overarching season story. And a season story that's wrapped up. I would like it to be just, you know what I'd like? I'd like it to be structurally very much like, um, like... Battlestar Galactica minus the the intensity of Battlestar Galactica but structurally like Battlestar Galactica with a touch of Buffy in that there's one big bad one big or one big mission or whatever it is for this season right um that's sort of where I'd like to be anyway that's the Star Trek Discovery news there is Star Wars news that we given we we have about 15 minutes left in the episode and I would be remiss if I did not bring up uh you I'm sure you saw the name of the new Star Wars movie no. Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Oh, the last. Uh, yeah, mystery told me. Yes, the, the last, last Jedi. Jedi. It's so evocative. <laughs> it's so, like, like it's, um, it's clearly meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> you, what what somebody wrote like what the day came out of somebody so, somebody on Facebook wrote the Star Wars The Last Jedi. Please don't kill Luke. Please don't kill Luke. Please don't kill Luke. Please don't kill Luke. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Um, <laughs> um, like really, that's got to be uh, what, what? So, so I was listening the other. I mean, day. if you think about it, at this point, like he is the last Jedi. Well, he's not. It's not only that that's he kind of is the last Jedi. The opening crawl of Star Wars: The Force not Awakens. Not even kinda. He is. Yeah. yeah this, the opening crawl right? of Star of of the Force Awakens. The yellow words coming up say Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi. Yeah, like he's clearly like like, and that's the thing. Like, don't read. Too, I, I feel like don't read too much into it because he's he like it's gonna. I feel like what it's got to be about, you know, is 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 sort of like him trying to or her trying to get past him, not maybe not wanting to teach her the ways of the Jedi and stuff because like obviously he had a bad experience. Um, so, um. I, but he's clearly the last Jedi. Like she's not a Jedi. But if he ma- if he trains her to be a Jedi, then he will no longer be the last Jedi, unless we go well. But the plural of Jedi is Jedi. So right. But that's the th- that's true too. And if if by the end 
if the whole film is kind of about Luke in a way and and him passing on the legacy, the Jedi legacy, like calling it the last Jedi, like makes sense. It doesn't mean that he has to somehow die to, to maintain the title of the last Jedi making sense by the time it's over. Like by the time the film is over, maybe he's not the last Jedi anymore. Right. Yeah. Like maybe now she's one too, but within the confines of this story, he's the last one. You know what I mean? Or maybe by the end of the, the end of it, he can't really be the last Jedi anymore. She has to be the last Jedi because he's getting too old for this shit or something. Because like, he's getting too old. Well, here's the deal. Here's, here's one <laughs> here, here's, here's one thing. That's that just I, really funny. Can you say I'm too old for this shit? Like, that's a good mashup. Um, <laughs> like, she's here, clearly, here's, like, here's, fucking... Mel the Gibson th- in this scenario. I know. <laughs> and he's just, talk, just, and he's just by like, the way, side note, and we'll come back to it. Can you believe that Mel Gibson was nominated for Best Director for the the like Academy Awards? Uh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. He was like it's. It makes me want to go see the movie because how good must his uh, new? And I forget the name of it. The, how must how good must his? I think it's Hacksaw Ridge. Must his movie be? How great must that movie be for the for the Academy voters to go? Fuck it, yeah, no, we gotta, we gotta. Even though yeah, like gotta, we don't want to, like, like like it's got it's got to overcome a lot of bias for for him to get that nomination because it's like he really fucked up like he fucked up like in the worst possible ways that you can fuck up he's like he's like i'm a i'm a sexist misogynist racist asshole drunk you know right you know christian because they hate that too you know all of it <laughs> i mean this they movie do not they, hate they hate crazy christians no they kind of hate that look a lot of them hate that like, come on let's be clear they're they're not they're not that into to religious folk all that much in hollywood um, no, they're not into the um, religious hierarchy and what it makes people yeah. do. Which Either is not way. the same thing. Either way. Anyway. How, I mean, this this movie, like, must make you come. Like, you just want to watch it. Right, like, it's gotta be, <laughs> it, it has to be phenomenal to overcome all of that for them to be like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, shit. I don't want to, but like, I don't after want watching to, but I mean, it's so After watching good, it, I feel like I cheated on my wife. I really did. It was, I, <laughs> when it was done, I felt a little guilty because it was kind of my new mistress. It was that good. Like it, it, <laughs> like it not only was like just a cheap mistress movie, but like, like it like bought me dinner and paid off a couple of my old school loans. It's really, <laughs> it's really just, I, I have to vote for I feel like indebted to this movie. Like, oh, I gotta. Yes. Fuck! It's like it's like the movie's like the like. Third do we date. punish the movie because that dude's a fucking crazy motherfucker? Yeah, I think you could. I think you could absolutely. <laughs> but in this case, they don't because you know what? So it's, it must be really, really be fucking good. Yeah, that good. I also saw La La Land, which um. Oh, I want to see that so bad. It's it's really good. I don't even want to say anything. People said some stuff to me. Like, Oh, yeah, like, don't tell me any. I, all I need to know is is that it makes me feel like Moulin Rouge when I watch the trailer. There That's are, there are, they, they, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. But there are people who, who would like, and I won't say what they threw out, but, but throw, throw, hey, like the, like the people who, like the people who threw out, hey, you know that Fight Club, it reminds me a lot of, for, of the Sixth Sense. And I go, <laughs> you shit. all. I get halfway through the movie and I go, okay, I know what's going on here. There are people who made specific comments about La La Land um, that then I was able to figure shit out. So I'm not going to make any comments to you about the movie. Except Thank that you. I appreciate that. Except I that really, it's good. Really it's good. It. See it and buy the soundtrack because it's great. Um, okay. So, so The Last Jedi. Um, uh, some people have suggested that you make the name of Star Wars Episode Nine from his nap. So it says The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi from his nap. Um <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, I wonder from when you're making a movie like <laughs> when you're making a movie like Star Wars: The Last Jedi, um, do you find yourself in a position because of the death of Carrie Fisher to go? You know what? She's going to not be in Star Wars Episode Nine. Her presence is going to be felt significantly in Episode Eight. But you're going to have to deal with what happens to her character in Episode Eight, and there's going to be an emotional send off there. Do you also like maybe the plan was to kill Luke? Do you still like you got to wonder is like 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 you can't have them. You can't just kill all of them. Like You can't just do that. Like, because I mean, because, you can. I hope they will. But you can do it. 
here's the thing. I think that you can do it if you kill them all together. Like if they all three go off and do a thing. But if you like kill one and one and one another and one another, it's kind of like the emotional impact. You go, okay, here it comes. They're going to do it again. Like you don't want Like when Han died, it, it fucked you up. I don't even think you can't. You will never get. Yeah, that it becomes weed and ask. I suppose at that yeah. point, like, oh, who do we really like? Who's this? Gra- He's gonna die, yeah. like, just out of nowhere. Great. So, and and when and when <laughs> you know? and when they die, you're like, oh man, oh I can't believe they died. But you're also kind of like you're braced for it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of expecting it. Yeah, and and I don't think, like, I I I gotta imagine they, that they don't want because they want this one to be fun. Like the the episodes have to have a certain a certain amount of whimsy. And I just sort of feel like I hope they don't feel permission from from spoilers for Rogue One uh, from Rogue One to then go, OK, let's, you know, well, now we got to make we're going to kill Luke and make her the last Jedi. No, it um, seems pretty clear. Like, and I and I, I feel this way, like, I, you know, when it, I know I've said and I, and I still feel like actually that I that I um, that I think Rogue One's actually better than Force Awakens. Um, it's. It's occupying a very specific space, and I and I said this when we talked about it initially, and I still believe it to be true that it really needed to be, um, we needed to see the dark times before we have a new hope, and then we we go on a journey that brings us back to a place of happiness or some level of 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 happiness and justice in the galaxy. Um, you have to see that that dark starting point, and I think that with the the episodes like we don't you'll see you see some darkness and you see some like oh shit setbacks or whatever but i don't it doesn't ever get that dark you know what i mean it doesn't ever get so dark that you feel like there's no hope yeah no the 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 episodes are with the exception of 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 revenge of the sith but it kind of has to like the the purpose of Revenge of the Sith was to bring you to that darkness, so there would be right no... is to is to set up the dark future that yeah. we have um, when we you know come to the next saga. Yeah, I mean, I think that that you know it's funny. I want to bring this about Rogue One. I I was I liked Rogue One when we first listened. You heard me say that I liked it a lot, but I think that I was really very critical of it in our review of it. Um, I want to go on record as saying I've seen it four times now. Wow. Um, and I've not been able to see it again. If you do, if you can find it, if it is still playing uh, near, I mean, I near, want. I'm so upset. Like, I mean, near where we thing, are living, but... there is there is a theater called Fairfax Corner, and this theater has seats that move. Um, I saw it. It's like like I forget what it's called, like 4D. So I forget, it's not 4D. It's something else. But basically, like when the ships move around, the seats lift up and turn around and move you like you're on a roller coaster. That's um, fucking awesome. Um, when there's a laser blast that hits, the seat, seats sort of shake like your game controller. Like, boom, right. you sort of feel it. And you can control the intensity of it. So if it's too much, the seats have a setting of like one, two, and three. So it's up to you how much of it you want to feel. Wow. I can tell you, it was one of the coolest movie experience. It's a little gimmicky. It takes you out of the movie a little bit. But it's what you lose in getting taken out of the movie a little is worth what you gain from having that very unique experience. I, I would not see every movie this way, and I would probably not see any movie the first time. For the first time that, that way. way. But, but like, it, yeah. it gave me a fresh experience, which was wonderful. I would say that Rogue One, I have, I have come back around on Rogue One. I can see its flaws. I, like, I feel like the, the character of Cassian is, is, is a little thin. I, I feel like the, the, um, it, I still feel like it would have been better if one person had survived to be your, your, the, the person who mourns so you can feel with them nope, after everything wrong. happens. But once again, you're wrong. All right. Either, either way, I'm going to say that, that my criticisms are less, are less pronounced. I'm able to see past those things in ways that, that I wasn't on the first viewing. Um, Rogue One, I would definitely say, is a movie that is better. If if you, like me, had some problems first time seeing it, knowing those problems are going to be there, make it easier for them to look past, which makes it easier to look at some of the amazing shit that that movie gives you. Um, so uh, I give it probably, if I gave it a B plus before, I'd, I'd probably bump it to a, to a, an A minus to an A from where it was. Um, and only that low because I, I have to leave room for the Empire Strikes Backs out there in the world. Like I, I have to leave room for it to get better. So it's 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 so solid of a film. I, I'm going to try and see it one more time. 
Wow. Yeah. Like it's, I got to say, I, I, I haven't been able to see it again. Um, and part of it has obviously been the saga of dying, but yeah. also like it's emotionally for me, it's really hard. Um, to go through it again, <laughs> like knowing, like it's like I knew, sort of, on some level when I saw it the first time, but like, I I hadn't seen it yet, right? Like, so it's like, well, I know I have to suffer it to see it, um, but now that I've seen it, it's like it's it it's you know like Schindler's List, you know, like that fucking movie is amazing, but I'm not trying to watch it every day, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. I, can, can we at least can, can we please say we are not equivocating Rogue One to Schindler's List? So no, no, I'm not trying so, to say they're so like the same. Put your same, keyboards like, down. Put your keyboards down. <laughs> yeah, before everybody gets all ragey, like I'm yeah. not trying to say it's, a, it's. I'm just saying it's. There's movies that are like that, like yeah. that have an impact on you Star emotionally. Trek yeah. Um and be, and when they're well done, like if it's if it's trying to make an impact emotionally, but it's not well done, it kind of doesn't fucking matter. But if it's then trying it to make smuts. an impact emotionally and it's really well done, like then it beca- at least for a person like myself, like I'm not like you. Like it's 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 like the first time every time I watch something, That's you know, right, like I, I have that same emotional investment. Like I, I have don't... picked you up in between Star Trek two and Star Trek three before and watched you be a fucking wreck. Like like I I I no I know. <laughs> you know, so like for me, it's it's like uh, I have to I have to be ready to watch something like that again. I have to I have to like prepare. I have to have you know a box of tissues, you know something happy to watch afterwards, like a, well, you know a happy you know, Disney movie. <laughs> in this case, you have when when it finally comes out a video like Star Trek Two and Star Trek Three, you have a New Hope right after. Right, so, which helps. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know the reason that it doesn't achieve great Star Wars for me is that part of what I go to Star Wars for is, you know, the magical force. Um, it's part of, like, w- watching Jedi do Jedi shit is part is of what... part of it for you. part of what I go to it for. And it's a lot sure. like... Um, uh, the, the grocery stores here in Washington, D.C. are called Giant. Um, you know, if you're out there, you have a Safeway, you have a Vons, wherever you're listening from. Piggly Wiggly. Um, Giant <laughs> has, for $3.99, a big, uh, a big tub of these uh, chocolate chip M&M cookies that are arguably much, much like Mel Gibson's movie um, might be the person I'm cheating on my wife with is, is, is these, this, <laughs> this tub of cookies. They are that good. Now, Damn. knowing that they're that good, occasionally right. they're sold out and they also have a tub of chocolate chip cookies, which are, essentially the same the the taste of the cookie the texture it's it's still excellent it's still like some of the best like store-bought cookies i've ever had it's just like kind of perfect um and so i'll get those instead and i love them and they're so good and i look forward to having them but i can tell that they're missing the m&ms <laughs> and it's not to say that they're inferior because they're right. excellent cookies. I would take those cookies all like I can go up and down the fucking cookie aisle. Malamars, I don't care what the fuck I'm passing. And you know, you know, even more than like like Samoa's cookies. Those soft chocolate chip cookies when they're done perfect to giant and I bring them home are are amazing. But your mouth goes, God, they're missing that crunch a little bit. And and <laughs> and that's that's sort of what I feel about about Rogue One. I would it would not even cross into an A at all. It would be a solid B if it did not have the Vader scene at the end and probably also the um, I'm one with the Force, Force with me because the yeah, Force that, like, finally so fucking say, does there's something. There's not like the Force isn't there and represented, but, you know? But it's only kind of represented. Like, it's, it's if it didn't You're have right, the Vader You're right, it's scene, not the same, it's, it's not lightsaber battles and, Yeah, if they didn't you know, have the Vader scene at the end, I probably would walk away much colder from the film because I was like, it's up to that, and I'm so glad they put that in because up to that scene, I didn't have any of the main thing I go to Star Wars for. Um, yeah, and then and I that had scene it, actually. And I, I like, mean, good. and and not just does it seem deliver on the like that level of of what you want in terms of the force. Um, I mean, it's also the best Darth it, like, Vader if you think about the original. If you think about a New Hope, like there isn't a whole lot of like there's one li- like lightsaber battle, and it's it's pretty short. 
Oh, but there's a lot. There's a lot of talk about the Force. There's training with the Force. There's he's he's you got the blast door thing. He's going to use the Force. He basically uses the Force to destroy the Death Star. Uh, uh, Obi Wan is still able to talk to him through the Force. That's there's a lot true. Of magic. I guess it is kind of it is a little more present. I guess in that Obi Obi Wan does mind tricks on people and shit. There's a lot yeah. of magic in. in okay. In, um, I like again. It's just that the M&Ms are missing. And and then at the very end of, the, of your bite, you discover like two or three M&Ms in your last bite. And you're like, oh, there were some in there after all. <laughs> I love that you've equated it to food. They're really it's fucking fantastic. good cookies. What can I say? They're really, they're really, really. In fact, you, I, I, it's time for me to announce. Uh, I know you didn't want to do this till next week. We're announcing the name of the, the, the show. We discuss much more than Star Trek. This is now Cookie Off. Uh, <laughs> the name of the show. Welcome, welcome to Cookie Offs. My name is Munch Munch. Uh, oh, I don't know what my name would be. Yeah, uh, your name is. Uh, your name is Snickerdoodle. Is Snickerdoodle. <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> my name is Liquor Noodle. What? Ew. What? Liquor Noodle. What? Dirty. Dirty Noodle. Dirty Noodle. I love your dirty noodle. That's so terrible. <laughs> Women all. love it when you say that. Oh, just, sure. you know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all you single guys out there wondering. All you single guys would love it when you say, I love your dirty Excuse noodle. me. They just go crazy. It's nice to it. meet you, ladies. I wonder if I can lick your noodle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my name is Justin. <laughs> my name's Trick off. Trick off. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it. If you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.